Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, and Kane here to use the goodness of Dynasty Trade Calculator and all of its good values and rankings and everything to give you a good show of how to make good trades and other good things because we're good, you're good, everybody's good, so you might as well make some good trades. Sure. All right, let's get started with quarterback like we always do, and John has quarterback. So what do you got, John Bosch? Kyler Murray. Kermit B. Frog. Kyler Murray. If you haven't seen what Kyler wore to the game, what was that? Ten on on the ninth. Go go, search that out. That suit, I guess you can call it. It was interesting. Okay. Oh, John. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody's fashion matters nothing to my valuation and value of the player. So, uh, Kyler Murray drastically. Fantasy football purposes and dynasty trade calculator purposes comes in on the calculator at 48.5. There is nothing in the algorithm for the suit that he wore. I apologize, Russ. I, oh, it's already based as far as I know, that's not in the algorithm. If you so saw 40, his value yesterday, it changed 48.5. Kyler Murray that comes in at an early and a late 23 first, just about soft by a little couple points, but not a big deal when you're talking about that high of a of a valued player. So Kyler Murray or a early and late 2023 first Kane. What do you got? I'd rather take the uh, top five quarterback. Is that Kyler Murray? Yep. I was about okay. to say, or is that like younger Stroud? It is not. <laughs> All righty, Russ. Okay. Would I take a, I have feelings on Kyler. I really like the idea of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray doesn't always put out what the idea of Kyler Murray does. He's extremely inconsistent. I think I'm okay with the idea of trading Kyler Murray away, but I don't think for that. Like, I think I want more than that. Like, if you were going to tell me it was two earlies, I say yes. But if it's an early and a late, I want like an early and two lates or an early late and a 24 first. Like we I think do two mids, those more. worked out to be about the same price, but I felt like bringing the early in was more fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, I think early is necessary to trade away Kyler. That's why I chose that option. Exactly. So yeah, I'm going to have to say Kyler in this specific situation because first and late is not enough, but I'm, I'm okay with the idea of trading away Kyler. I think it's the right value. <laughs> Uh, because like you said, you're probably not doing it for two mids. So if you can get a mid and early, I think an early has to be the requirement. That's where it starts. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm trading away Kyler, I'm looking for another quarterback in return because in Superflex, how do you ever trade a quarterback without getting a quarterback in return? That's just kind of the rules. But um, if I'm trading him away, I want to probably break him down to a quarterback that's close, but still gets me a first on top. Or I want to add the Kyler to get to. I liked how Kane said the top five. He's a top five quarterback because he's clearly not a top four. Like we have a pretty clear top four. Like so. So he, he, 
stretch that to try and put him into a tier with Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, and Lamar. Like those four are definitely a tier. So while he might be considered in a tier that might have the top five quarterback, I don't think Kyler Murray is uh, a top anywhere. I think he's closer to the next, you know, the the top six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then he is the top four. Does that make sense? It does. Um, I'm if I'm looking to trade him away, I probably don't want just two picks. I probably want a quarterback that's a tier below or within this same tier and a first. Like that's that's what I want if I'm gonna look to trade him away. Real quick though, you were talking about adding two Kyler to get to the other to the top four. How I'd much add a first. You would add a first to get to those? I'd add a late first, not okay. an early one, probably not you? a mid one. Yeah. I are you kidding to get the Lamar or Allen or Mahomes or Herbert? Yeah, I'm, I'm not as big of a Kyler Murray guy. I think we're going to find out based on how Kane said he's top five. I'm going to assume he's going to be first on the list for Kane. Uh, he's going to be lower on that list for me. Speaking quick, of. Kane, would you put a late first on top of Kyler to get to those four guys he listed? No. Okay. To get to like... three of them, yes. To get to the fourth one, no. Which is the fourth one? Justin Herbert. Yeah, he's the that's the closest one for me. I would easily do it for Lamar Mahomes and Allen. Easily. 100% agree. I yeah. will not do it for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, I'm probably with you there. That's probably a move that like I'm not looking to make. I think Allen would be the only one I would. Oh, my God. How could you not do it for Lamar right now? Good Lord. I do it for Lamar or Mahomes. I think, I think just the point difference is so large with yeah. those guys. And guess what? I... I realistically, like if you want to compete and you're really trying to win this year and you think you believe you have a top three team, I have no problem doing that because you're trying to secure the win this year. And guess what? You're always, you're also going to be good for the future at quarterback. So exactly. I'm totally fine doing that. Exactly. I might do that in the league. We'll see. All right. So the list, of course, Kyler Murray's in this group of five players. We also have Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, and Trevor Lawrence. I did not put Jalen Hurts in there because I think Jalen Hurts is closer to the top four than he is to this group at this point. Points per game, he's above a couple of the people you listed. All right, you need to try that again. Dak? Dak, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, and Trevor Lawrence. Okay, this, I'm is a, good. this list is hard for me to actually organize, to be honest. It, to me, it was actually relatively easy. I think there's two quarterbacks that are better than everyone else on this list uh that's Ky so kyler at one and burrow at two i think those two are pretty close for me uh between kyler and joe burrow at three i have dak prescott uh he just still scores a lot of points when he plays um i have watson at four because i assume when he plays he's going to score points and t lot five because i don't think that offense is 100 percent figured out yet um and if I had to sell one of these five waters or five quarterbacks, I would probably sell T Law out of the five right now. <sighs> Mine's well, it starts out the same, if that helps. Uh, I have Kyler first, Joe Burrow second. I have Deshaun Watson next because with how with how well Cooper Rush is doing, like, is Dak great or is that offensive system just good? He's got to be better than Cooper Rush, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, but Cooper Rush isn't really doing that poorly. And I'm not saying Dak so is bad by any stretch of the imagination. That's what I'm right? saying. But I don't think 
too many people in the dynasty community in general or anyone has really been like in love with Dak Prescott. And now mm, I think it falls down a bit. So I have to show Watson third because his value is just going to keep going up and he's really, really good. He has enough of the legwork to build that safe floor and to give him that little bit of extra push. I have Trevor Lawrence fourth, which I'm sure leaving Dak on the bottom is going to be unpopular. But while that offense in Jacksonville is not figured out yet and had a really weird two weeks, I think it's headed in the right direction. And I believe Trevor Lawrence is improving and is young and on the upswing. So I will hold on to that and trade probably more for Dak right now and realize that Dak doesn't have a top five ceiling but I think Trevor Lawrence can. So that's why I have Lawrence at four and Dak at five. What do you got, John? Hmm. Saying that does any do, who has a top five ceiling on this, uh, on this list is a, is an interesting way to look at it. That is not how I looked at it, but asking that question, I think now I would have my order. My order would be different <laughs> if I was looking for that. Um, because well, I what, think that, I think Murray, you, what, I think Murray honestly would be your... the, the top then. Um, I just put who <laughs> who do I want? Uh, who do I value the most? Who do I think is going to score me the most points? Who do I think would bring me the most in a in a trade return right now? So I, I think the most valuable on from on the list, and it's been a little bit of a rough start <laughs> to the season. Um, I think I, I have Burrow, Dak, and Murray. Those three were the top three for me, relatively close kind of hard to separate. Uh, I was pretty easily able to put Trevor Lawrence and Watson in the next group. And Watson, like you said, his value will continue to increase, but it hasn't gotten there yet. Like every week closer to when he comes back, he will inch up and up and up and up and up. Right now he's the bottom of the list for me because simply he's not playing. <laughs> so um, I'm not getting points from him. If I'm sitting there with Deshaun Watson and all of a sudden I've got a competitive team that I didn't really think was competitive, uh, but it's showing good signs, but I need to get a better quarterback, you know, to maybe push. Maybe I've decided after five weeks that now is the time and I don't want to wait another six weeks. I would trade Watson for Lawrence right now to get those points. That's, that's how close they are for me. Like, so that's why he's on the bottom of my list is because right now he's simply not active. Uh, and six more weeks of no points is, enough to break the tie between him and Trevor Lawrence at the bottom. If I had to say which one would be the top, be the most likely to get to the top five, I actually do think it's probably Murray than Dak out of this group. Like which one can break into that top tier? I don't know that Burroughs got it to be able to break into that top tier. He's probably close, but Murray and Dak, Murray's already been in that top tier. Yep. You know, he's fallen out a little bit, but he's been there. He can return to it pretty quickly. Watson, I guess, maybe could, but I, I don't know that he'll ever have the same value that he once did. Oh, no, no, can, no, no. I don't think he can he ever recover did, but I still it. think he could have yeah. pretty darn high value. Yeah, it'll definitely increase. Yeah. It's already pretty high. I mean, he's already going as a QB1, you know, so. All right, so I sort of teased, spoiler alerted, who I wanted to talk about at running back last week before John made the trade for it. So I'm going to talk about him this week anyway, and that is Damian Pierce. Oh, another good week. Right? Like week one, we were all doomsday, the end is nigh. And then ever since, he's been putting up 18 to 20-something points every week. 
So right now, Damian Pierce is worth a late 23 first. So right now, would you pay a late 23 first for Damian Pierce? I think that's the fair price. Um, oh, what if I wish this was live or something so I could show everyone the face like, that Kane just made. He, you're not getting him for a second. You're, you're not giving him away for a second. So you're probably not giving him away for two seconds. He's probably is this, oh, this a is the fair you price. would make with one of your competing teams, John. Not yet. You know how I treat my first. I, I hold them for as long as possible. If I'm going to spend my first on a running back that I think is going to put me over the top for the championship, I'm going to do it in about five or six weeks when I know which one is the healthiest. Um, it, I would give it for Damian Pierce at that point. If he's still healthy, uh, there is a risk that he's not, uh, that he's worth more than that at that point. Fine. That's fine. I'll use my first to get some other running back that's producing for the next, you know, I just need like six or seven weeks at that point. If I'm already going to the playoffs and you can tell that on your team, that's when I give up my first for the piece that I, if I'm, if I'm in the playoffs for most leagues where, where I think I'm true, truly a contender, I almost never have my first because I would rather just grab another player have that option. I, even if I don't use that player uh, or if I end up, I could have gotten away with, you know, not having to give up my pick. I don't care about that. Like, I don't care that it was a waste or anything like that. I want that option. So I, I will give up my first at that point. If Damian Pierce is still th at this value and he's healthy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the price you got to pay. It's the championship tax is what it is. You give up your late first, you get a running back for the, for the stretch run. All right, I'm guessing the answer is no for you, Kane. That is correct. And here's why, right? This might be, this analogy might be because I'm just hungry right now, right? Uh, but Damian Pierce is like a good hamburger with a bad bun, right? It's solid enough, but it's not anything that's ever going to put anyone over the top, right? Uh, he's fine. Like, he's a good player. I just traded for him. I have no problem trading for him. Um, but the only reason way I'm getting Damian Pierce is not by giving up a first, but by trying to tear down from a better running back, picking up Pierce plus something. It, to me, is the right way to go about a player like this. Um, well, because that sounds familiar, Kane. There's a lot of inherent risk to a guy like Damian Pierce, right? Um, on a team that has two first-round picks, more than likely will pick up a quarterback early and then there's a chance that they could always get a running back and at the end of the first or or second round pick so there's a lot of inherent risk it's michael carter ish esque almost right where player plays well all of a sudden a better player gets drafted so there is a lot of risk right and you should only be doing this just like john said if you're competing i think trying to hope for damian pierce is some long-term play where he's going to be a top 12 running back for the next four years um, probably isn't going to turn out the way that you want it to uh, just because most running backs don't have top have four top 12 years back to back to back to back often right it's just not the way it works i wonder who the last one was lev bell went for a stretch of being yeah. very productive maybe was, adrian peterson. todd Gurley was like two or three years and then adrian done. peterson the same time frame almost yeah uh, but you know what i mean like it just it doesn't happen that often. Um, I wouldn't give up a first for him. I think you can get a better player or at least one that's going to perform better at the end of the season when you're actually trying to win the championship. I mean, towards the end of the season, there's going to be more teams that are out of it. They might have a Christian McCaffrey, a Dalvin Cook. I'm not, I, I don't think I'm going to be hitting Russ's list. So that's why I'm naming players. 
Um, but guys, th- what? <laughs> it's about time you're not ruining my list. I'm trying. I'm trying to not ruin it. Uh, guys that are, we'll call them a little bit uh, aged. They're, yeah, they're aged. The Austin Eckler, um, somebody that somebody that ends up being on a team that is out of your fantasy playoffs and they're looking hard at next year. At that point, you might be like, I'd rather use my first and see what it's going to take to get one of those guys down the stretch. Might cost me a little bit more, but if I've already spent my first on Damian Pierce, I'm probably not getting that guy for Damian Pierce plus a little bit more. But a first and a little bit more is going to look probably pretty appealing to, you know, the Christian McCaffrey manager that is out of it and thinking, oh, what's he going to be like next year? The Austin Eckler manager that's out of it. What's he going to be like next year? Right. Yeah. I'd re- I guess I'd rather try to get a running back on a little bit better of a team towards the end of the fantasy season. Yeah, right? that's exactly sums up my feelings on it. I just feel like there's people I would rather spend my first on, even if it comes down to adding a little extra to that first. I think it is the right price, though. I mean, but like I, it has it, to be. It, the, yeah, it's, no it's fair. Yeah, it is. It is fair pricing, but we're all too cheap to pay it. Yeah, and I'm also very happy. Like I'm always happy when players work out, even if Pierce is not long term. Good for him for making a splash. Hopefully, that leads to him getting more jobs. But I would take I would take a first for him. Yes, like, that I think. I mean, that's that's would. another reason why it's fair. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if I'm a competing team, if somebody sends me an offer of a first for him. I'm probably going to think hard about well, what you could, you could do other things with that first. Yeah. Like, I, I'll probably be like, years. can I fill this running back spot in any other way and take this first? Like, and you probably weren't depending on Damian Pierce. <laughs> probably not. I mean, not, he, he was not, he, he's like not. a nice addition at this point because he's yeah. still scoring points, but you didn't come into the season expecting him to be leading your competing team to the promised land. So Probably not. If he's the only reason that I'm competing, I'm probably not truly competing. There it is. That's the words I was aiming for. So my list is Clyde Edwards, Elair, Travis Etienne, Damian Pierce, Kenneth Walker, and Javante Williams. Now, I tried to keep this young because... Yeah, and I don't like it. This is interesting. This is interesting. God, Damian Pierce has actually done it and produced, and <laughs> he's definitely not going above Walker for me, who hasn't really yet. But now we're about to see it. Mm. I have my list, and no one's going to like it. All right, go for it. Um, I have Kenneth Walker at one. Uh, I have Pierce at two because they are what you would call healthy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I and good. I have Javante Williams at three. Because he is good and not healthy. I have CEH at four because he's on a good team, but not that good. And then I have ETN on a bad team and not better than the other running back there. Fair enough. Oh, you can't do running backs without knowing what your team is. I hate running backs. It's awful. It's awful. Like, I will take any of these guys if I'm competing. If I'm not, I don't want any of them. Uh, oh, I guess if I'm not competing, I want Javante at this point. Like I would give any of these other guys for Javante straight up if, if I could, because I want the non-healthy running back and uh, like he's the best one on the list, but he's hurt. So how do That's I balance why it was that? Interesting to put him in here. He's number one on, on who I want to have on my rosters. 
he's number five on who I want for starting lineup aspects. Like, take ah, away and go for it. I hate running backs. I hate running backs. We know, John. We know. Uh, they're so awful. Um, I'm, in all of these scenarios, I think you could do a one for one for Javante. Like, if if you're if if you have Kenneth Walker, if you have Damian Pierce, now is the time to go offer them to Javante or for the to the Javante manager, like and try and pry Javante away. But of course, if you're sitting there and you're competing and you had Javante and he got injured, I would trade Javante straight up for Walker or Pierce. Right now, I don't think I would trade him straight up for ETN or CEH. So because of that, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put I'm gonna put CEH at the bottom. Number five, I'm gonna put ETN number four. Um the top three then. They could go however you want based on the team, but I will go Javante Walker Pierce. And like, like I said, Javante's if I'm competing, Javante, yeah, Javante's one. But if yeah, I'm competing, you're, Javante, you're, you're Javante working your way up before, so I wasn't sure if we. Yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I started at the top, went down, and then I went back up. Like that's how I just, I really. This was a tough one. This was a tough one. The tough one for me to sort. Thank you, Russ. I appreciate that. You could have given us seven or eight players and made it even better. I can grab some more. If you no, want. please don't. I'm kidding. All right, so I begrudgingly have Kenneth Walker on top of the Motley list because I think he is right now the most valuable because he is healthy. I He's am about to take over that backfield all by himself. Yeah. Uh, which the Geno Smith-led offense. Weirdly better than it should be. Um, I also have Damian Pierce second because healthy and scoring points. I have CEH third because healthy and scoring a lot more points than we wow. thought he would. And then I have Javante Williams and Travis Etienne at the bottom because Etienne. So not if really somebody offered you Ceh straight up for Javante Williams, you would accept? I never said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what your rankings here would imply. Uh, yeah, I mean, it gets it's tough, doesn't it? Well, it's not really. That's not. It's not like a pure value thing. It's a personal feelings thing. Like he's going I, into it point scoring. This is Russ's point scoring. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. And like I would take Javante over Travis Etienne, even though Travis Etienne is sort of maybe scoring points. Not really. Nope. Not really. Um, I'm scared of Javante, I think is what a lot of this comes down to. Like that's a lot of knee injury in week four. Like assuming we're dealing with something that what I've heard and read is a little worse than what Dobbins went through. We're waiting a while before Javante comes back healthy and looking good and that worries me going into next season still being hurt so that's why i i guess still couldn't put him on the bottom but that's why he's lower than me on my list than the rest of yours that is how i feel kane make us feel things about a wide receiver or a tight end i don't know what you got i'm gonna go wide receiver and just for john i'm gonna preface this by saying there's only three wide receivers that you have to rank what yep it makes sense. Oh, wonder it what really tier. Sense. What tier could this possibly be then? It's Higher be than the, you think. It's 
It's got to be the tippy tippy top. I'm waiting. Is it the three Saints wide receivers? It is not, but that would have been fun. It's actually wide receivers five through seven in the DTC, and we're going to start with number seven as our guy. So that's my man, C.D. Lamb. Okay. So now there's two different ways that you can make this trade. So we're going to evaluate both. The first would be an early 23 first and a 23 third. Okay. The, sec- the second way we can make this trade is a late 23 first and a 23 second. I would Okay. Are we I like ranking do... the three things here? Yeah, if you could rank like the that. three that'd be I like perfect. That. I Wait, like can that. you give me the the trade for the trades again? Yep, so a, an early 23 first and a 23 third. And then the second option 23 late first and a 23 second. All right, so I think the early 23 first is the most valuable. Then I'll put CD Lamb and then I'll put the late first in the second. Same. It, exactly I wouldn't even question giving the Giving the late first and a second, I would smash give that yeah. <laughs> to, to get CD Lamb. Yep. That early 23 first, though. Oh, like, oh, the potential of that. It's so much higher. Yep. That could be a stupid running back who I will hate a year from now. But for right now, don't hate him. Plus a couple of quarterbacks. It's interesting how CD Lamb is kind of viewed right now. Let's just get into this list because there's three wide receivers all next to each other, all 23 years old. Ooh. Uh, so it's our ready, man, Russ. CD I know Lamb. It's coming. It's coming right at you, Russ. Oh, you're yeah. the worst. CD <laughs> Lamb, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle. Rank oh, them. Man. <laughs> I want, I, I want them all. Can I, can I run all three of these guys out in my lineup? And I don't care who I have at running back. Oh, I'll start Chase Edmonds at running back if I can run out these three guys. Point one point. So I lost in a league because of him. So not yeah. great. I, I, I saw that yesterday as well. It was uh, not great. Not I was there yesterday, and all. we see Teddy Bridgewater make one throw, get a bad call for oh. intentional grounding in the end zone. And the, the bad thing about being at a live game, you have no idea what happens. Like, all of a sudden, they're just like, the Dolphins welcome in, quarterback, something, something that I don't Tyler even know. Tyler Thompson. Yeah, sure. And no, it, like, Teddy Bridgewater being evaluated for a concussion. Teddy Bridgewater hurt his ankle. Teddy Bridgewater just kind of sucks, so we put him on the bench. Like, I still have no idea what the hell happened to Teddy Bridgewater. How do you go to a live game and not just watch your phone the whole time? Because <laughs> there's football. And they actually actually, when they... Gameplay is not happening, which is most of a football game. They have red zone on one of the big oh. things. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a shame they turned it off to show you a, a Jets game. I mean, it would have been great if Tua was playing. I would love to have seen some Tua Waddle Tyreek action. I did not get to see the Waddle dance. <laughs> have, we, we, Russ, have we have we skirted would, this question long enough that we can? Russ, I'm, I'm trying. Close the floor. Close the floor, Russ. Bring the bell. It's over. We're not in Lamb. T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, rank uh, three wide yeah. receivers. It's not we, like we I tried. came at you with a big we, list, we Russ. Tried. Three tried. wide can, receivers that you can have you make the love. list bigger and just switch the players that are on it. Oh, uh, I'm going. I'm going. Lamb, Waddle, Higgins, and this is not a slight to any of them. That's they're, my they, exact order. Okay, they're all in a tier together. Yep. I do love all three of these guys and I would not trade one of them for the other one straight up at all. Like you offer me Higgins for lamb. I'm not going to say yes. You offer me lamb for Higgins. I'm going to think about it. Uh, no, I'm probably not going to say yes, but if you give me a little bump in any other round or year or anything else to do with a pick, 
I'm going to take whichever one you, you give me the little bump with. Like they're that close for me. Yeah. I mean, I went lamb Higgins waddle and it, I just, I don't know. Like the you only hate waddle you lamb, hate Jalen waddle. That's it. That's it is. It. I just, I hate him. He's the worst. Hate I did Jalen waddle when I was, when I was on the sidelines watching warmups and my wife asked me if anyone important was out there, I didn't point to Jalen Waddle and say he's one of my favorite wide receivers right now. I, that definitely didn't happen. I'm trying to act all important because my wife got us feels we got best. we got you went you went to the game. We we understand. I'm trying right, to get um, talking about this again, and I'm going to have to go back to talking about it. Do, uh, do the reason City Lamb is top is just because he's he's the real only one on that team. I think he's the only one that actually can jump to being the overall wide receiver one as well. That that's a ceiling that I don't think he won't. (laughs) I don't think he will. I but I I don't like. There's no path for Higgins to jump to the overall number one. There's no path for for Waddle to jump to the overall number one solely because of the players that they are on the field with. Like I I agree that I agree that CD Lamb could get to wide receiver three. Yeah. I, I mean, he can't get higher. I, 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 of these three, he's the only one that I think even has a chance to get sure. to the top. T. Top. Higgins can outscore Jamar Chase for two years in a row, and Jamar Chase will he's still done be it ranked for, higher. Who is? Oh, I should know who it is on Twitter. There's somebody on Twitter that posts every every single week. This was this is the breakdown of the snaps they have played together, and T. Higgins has scored more ever since he came into the league. Yeah. Like it's nonstop. But it doesn't matter because it will matter. Jamar Chase will continuously be valued above T. Higgins. They're both very, very good. Yes, it's probably why. He's, and he's like maybe Joe Burrow. No. Maybe like a year if I don't pray, but pray that Tua comes back healthy and the same as he was, and all of that. If that happens, and next year he'll loses a step. Waddle clearly is the wide receiver one on the team. He has, I think he does have that ability to jump up to again wide receiver three because let's you face can't it, get higher. He can't not get higher than that. So can't. well, this year, yeah, I get it, but I do think Waddle does have the easier path than Higgins, let's just say. But I still like Yeah, I think so. Waddle does. I think Waddle is is if you rank, if I was asked to rank which one of these could get to wide receiver one. The order would go Lamb, Waddle, Higgins. But I which don't I care. think is actually also how I valued them. You did, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. So well, we hadn't had chaos in a while, so I thought I'd bring some. I don't think that I, I think we we're all pretty well in agreement there. On, yeah, but Russ was but it made Russ internal pain. turmoil, yeah. and yes. that yeah. was good enough. That we it did give me a few seconds of just how crazy is it that there. so uh I mean this is where, where are these guys on the calculator, Kane? Like five, overall, six, seven. Okay, five, six, seven, you said. So T. Higgins is somewhere five, six, seven. Jamar Chase is above that. Jalen Waddle is somewhere five, six, seven. And I'm guessing Tyreek Hill is not too far away. Tyreek Hill is eight. Waddle is six. (laughs) Tyreek Hill is eight. Okay. So out of the top eight, there are two pairs from the same team. So can I assume DTC has it, Lamb, Waddle, Higgins? You may not. Uh, It is Higgins, Waddle, Lamb. Uh, well, the, well, uh, time time for a conversation about how awesome DTC is. Yeah, uh, that's nuts, though. Two top, yeah. two 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 players in the top in the top eight from the same team on two different teams. Good uh, I mean, that is Lord. a very common occurrence, fantasy point production wise, in the top twelve. Maybe not two, but definitely at least one pair. 
of wide receivers in the top 12 is pretty normal. Hmm. Gabe Davis keeps catching three passes for 200 yards. He'll be up there and so will Diggs. I had to Diggs test at 13. I, I, I dropped that in a group like message just to make sure that wasn't like an error. What I was reading where he was two for one sixty and two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's not real. Is it? And then someone pointed out to me just how real it was. That is a fantastic fantasy cares eliminator score. Oh yes. <laughs> that, that is a, a very good score when you are that efficient. Efficient. Yes. That is, yes. that is the word of the season for fantasy cares eliminators. Yes. All right. Well, after that few moments of turmoil, I am shutting down the floor for Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kane Vassell at Debbie underscore Kane. We will catch you next time. Ring the bell. We out of here.